If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Oh, Melissa, 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 you know I love my Melissa Rivers. Well, listen, it's that time of month again. No, not that time. Time for Melissa Rivers. But listen, we sat down, me and Miss Rivers, not one, not two, like basically right before, right before it was announced that Miss Monica Garcia has been fired. Now, I covered that on Patreon and I covered it really well on Patreon. Now, Melissa and I are going to talk about a lot of things below deck. Melissa's been everywhere lately. The award shows. Sometimes it's good to do a little non-bravo. R-H-U-G-T, Real Housewives Ultimate Girls Trip. Failed experiment? I mean, are we ever going to see Girls Trip back on our screen or Girls Trip Roni? I don't think so. Oh, really? Well, we're going to talk all about that. I don't want to give everything away. Melissa and I are about to get into a great chat. But guess what? Before we, before Monica was fired, we sat down. And let me tell you something. I'm busy. My, my phone is going off over here. Who the fuck is texting me? Melissa Rivers is busy. So we didn't re-record this. We have a whole episode. But we do talk about Monica Garcia. Now, you know what? The one thing you guys love to do more than anything, because, I mean, this is the toxic environment of housewives. You love to tell me when I'm wrong. 100%. Melissa Gorga will not be fired. Although a lot of you tell me I was right. I was just off by a season. I don't know about that. But who the fuck? Oh, my God. Anyway, um, well, what is my point? My point is that I go on and I tell Melissa during our chat that I don't think there's any way that Monica Garcia is going to be fired with ratings this high. Again, in retrospect, um, David, you're going to have your HR degree taken away. It makes so much sense. I don't know how they could have kept Monica Garcia. But girl, this is like right before she was fired. And uh, listen to this. Did it age well, David Yontef? Did it age well? I don't think so. So all that is now coming on this very video with Miss Melissa Rivers. Man, and sometimes it's fun when things don't age well, right? Well, here we go. And we have a whole day with Melissa. Listen to this episode. But this is our talk about Monica. And man, David, 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 girl, you got this one wrong. Bad girl. Love you all. Hope you enjoy this episode with the one, the only Miss Melissa Rivers. Hey everyone, welcome to everyone's favorite, the group text behind the velvet rope breakdown of everything, reality, plus some other stuff thrown in. So David Yontif. I mean, this is our first show of the new year, Melissa. It is. Hello, my love. Did you make any, uh, any uh, whatchamacallit, resolutions? You know, nothing really, just to keep to myself and like just 
don't get involved. You know, this is the job. Let's do the job. But other than that, just keep to myself and just keep my nose out of things that don't concern me. You know? Yeah. Mine is always the resolution not to make resolutions so I don't start the year off by failing. Yeah. Well, good thing I didn't make any diet resolutions because I have just been eating my way through this month. Oh, me too. Me too. But we have so much to talk about. We do. Oh my God. Salt Lake Real Housewives. Okay. Explain what's going on because it's crazy. I was trying to follow it. And when I talked to you, it finally made sense. I mean, listen, it takes a lot to really get me excited these days in the housewives. Like, haven't we seen it all, Melissa? We have seen it all. But this, I am awake. I am alive. I am (laughs) here at the Melissa Rivers group text and behind the Velvet Rope crossover. I mean, there was this woman, Monica Garcia in Salt Lake, and she was like, you know, a fan of the show. And she started this troll account. She calls it a snark account. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's just back up. Because from what I understand is she had this account a long time before getting on Housewives. So was she at least good on Housewives? Was she a good addition to the cast? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. She is on brand and she was only doing Salt Lake. Like it really started just targeting Jen Shaw. Like she's in Salt Lake, you know, when Jen Shaw was up to all of her illegal stuff. And even before that, this account was like, look, this woman is up to no good. It then slowly expanded to the other Salt Lake housewives. So like seasons one and two and three, she was targeting Jen Shaw and these other housewives. And this was completely fake account. Like not being able to be linked to her at all. Yes. It was called Reality Von Teese after Dita Von Teese, which mind you, I don't even think you know this. Dita Von Teese got involved in this and she is not happy. So oh, th- no. that's a whole nother thing. So it, but then she also, she took it one step further. She befriended Jen Shaw. She got a job as Jen Shaw's assistant. So like, you know, she was just, she was doing drive. So she was reporting on the woman that she was then working for. She claimed she helped put her in jail and that she gave information to the FBI. I don't know if that's all true, but that's what she claimed. So it's like she targeted her had this troll account about her, got a job working for her, gave information to the FBI, apparently put her in jail, and then applied for the show to take Jen Shaw's spot. She technically took the spot that is open because Jen Shaw went to jail. It's like- This is, it's like all about Eve. Right? Yes, it's about, it's all about Eve in Housewives land. I mean- You have to give her credit. And she is on brand, but she does say things like, you know, look, I'm broke. I'm single. I'm divorced. So like she owns her shit. She calls the others elitist. And she's like, you're just all upset that I infiltrated this group. But look, she looks the part. I mean, she is on brand for the show. So but it's crazy, right? Okay, so what what happened is happening because it made the reunion a three parter. A three-parter, which, I mean, is just crazy. So, like, she was exposed in the finale. And, I mean, it's the second highest rated episode of Salt Lake Housewives in history, other than the premiere. So, the ratings were huge. I mean, people are comparing the reveal. Because, I mean, 
Heather, one of the cast members, went and gathered all this information and then called the other three original members. I mean, it was why so- did she gather all this information? Well, it came to her attention that, you know, I mean, these women hate Reality Vontis, the account, because it's been really saying these awful things about them for four years. So they're all familiar with it. So she this came to her attention that it was being run by Monica. But the way it was done, she called the other three original cast members down to the beach and just laid it out. And she's like, I have something to tell you. Receipts, timeline, proof. And she just revealed, she's like, Monica is Reality Vontis. And the other cast members, like, their reactions, it was like, over the top theater because they were all they've all been targeted by this account for so long so it was just like what and then they told her later that night at dinner and in the dinner scene she was like well that's not true it went from that's not true to like well that's not entirely true to like okay and then they just banished her they said get out you will no longer hang with us and they just sent her away and she left but she's on the reunion She's on the reunion. Well, like, you know, and people are comparing this finale to like Teresa's table flip. Like they're saying like, this is so, I think it's just like the bigger principle of like, how did this happen? How did this, there's think of all the people out there listening to us right now that are running these Bravo accounts. There's a lot of them. So I think it's kind of like a voice for the everyday person. It gives everyone a hope of like, maybe I could be on Housewives one day too. See, I haven't looked at it, but does she sometimes say things that we're all thinking like, yeah oh this is re-. so she's become the vo- the greek chorus she has become the greek chorus and she was really good at it like it was a great account that really targeted these women and but she was also getting information that was like insider information because she was an insider it's so maniacal but brilliant it's just oh brilliant and the long game like seriously long so now you were telling me that there is a possibility that she actually might come back for another season. I mean, I'm so torn on this. Like I read that article about from like the producers and some of the higher ups, like it's kind of like, what do you do? They said they've had 7,000 conversations about this and they're going to have 7,000 more. Cause I mean, housewife ratings are slipping overall. Like the excitement of the audience is down. So do you turn someone away? That was just like a ratings blockbuster or is this like patting someone on the back and saying like we have like a mole in our camp and she's not a mole anymore but how did this happen like it kind of turns casting on its head it turns production on its head right it's kind of like if you have so i don't know what do you think because i'm really torn i'm I'm really torn on one hand it's great on the other hand will the other housewives interact with her because that's what the show really is, is all this interaction between these women. Yes, we follow their lives, we do all this, but the narrative moves forward by the the women talking about it. So are they all going to shut up and clam up and not want to talk in front of her? I don't know. I think I would try a few episodes in the beginning just to see the confrontation. And for all we know, she has dirt on you know monica has information on someone else yeah and i mean the thing is the only thing about them not because they say lisa barlow just did an interview where she said i don't think i can film with her heather gay i mean 
everyone on the Vanderpump Rules cast said they will not film with Tom Sandoval. And we have a new season coming out in like two days and everyone yeah. has filmed with him. So you mean to tell me that everyone's going to get a contract and everyone's going to turn their contract down and Monica's going to be the only one saying yes to her contract? You know, they're all going to take the money and they'll be back of and course. they'll have no choice. That's the only thing. And I think that like, production and corporate and like Andy, I think everyone's like housewives cannot determine casting. Like we will not allow that. So, you know, she's back. So you really don't want to work with her. Then you're turning the job down. That's the only thing that it's, I think it's, but so we have a trader situation, but your new obsession, which I have not watched yet is the show traders. Okay. So explain I tried to watch last season and for whatever reason, I ended up moving on to something else. Okay. Explain traders because when you were trying to do it, I was very confused. So, okay. Start explaining what it is. And it's also hosted by Alan Cumming and it's oh. set in, right. And yeah. so he has that <clears throat> accent and it's set in like a Scottish castle, although they really stay down the street at a courtyard Marriott, but that's besides the point. <laughs> but, you know, so it's like, it's last season was actually really good. It's reality stars from like Survivor, Big Brother, MTV's The Challenge, someone from Blink Empire, and now there's Housewives on there. So like, I'll admit it, as important as it is for me to eat healthy and put the right nutrients into my body and hydrate, I'm really not great at it. I'm always on the go. I'm never making that a priority. And I'm always hungry. This was a real problem until I discovered 310 Nutrition. I love 310 Nutrition's water hydrators. You just add them to water and they make your water taste so much better. They also have refreshing lemonade mixes. My personal favorite, they're all in one shakes. I love their caramel sundae, their vanilla cake, the shamrock cream. I drink one of these shakes and it totally satisfies my hunger. They're low in fat and low carbs, which I love. They also satisfy my carb craving. But don't take my word for it. Right now, 310 is celebrating a new year of goals with code VELVETROPE and giving our listeners 50% off up to $100 off your first order. With so many sample packs, new products, it's really fun and it's easy to put together an order or start a subscription on products you know you'll use. Go to 310nutrition.com and use the code VELVETROPE right now for 50% up to $100 for your first order. That's 310nutrition.com and use code VELVETROPE. What do you guys use for your hair? I use Lola V. You know, the award-winning hair care line founded by the one, the only Miss Jennifer Aniston. Lola V is as iconic as Jennifer is. I love Lola V not only because it works, but because of the ingredients. They're naturally derived. They're plant-based. There's no silicone, sulfates, parabens, or gluten. And of course, they're cruelty-free and vegan. My daily go-to is the restorative shampoo and conditioner. I use that every single day. But they also have post-shower glossing detangler, a lightweight hair oil, and so much more. Unlock Jennifer Aniston approved hair at lolav.com. As our loyal listeners, you'll get an exclusive 15% off with your entire order when you use code VELVET at checkout. That's 15% off your order at L-O-L-A-V-I-E.com with promo code VELVET. Please note you can only use one promo code per order and discounts can't be combined. After your purchase, they'll ask where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. 
You guys know I'm on a health kick, and one of the key ingredients to a health kick is drinking tons of water to stay hydrated every day. Now, if you're like me, you probably don't trust tap water, and that's why I turn to, and you need to turn to, AquaTrue. AquaTrue's water purifiers remove 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters. They have water purifiers to fit every type of home. Their countertop purifiers require no installation or plumbing. I love that. That's what I have. They have under-the-sink options and even have a Wi-Fi connected purifier. How cool is that? I also use AquaTrue for my coffee all day, tea, and you can use it for any of your cooking needs. So listen, AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. Today, my listeners receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code VELVET at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to AquaTrue.com and use code VELVET. V-E-L-V-E-T. Did you know that when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all? Don't search match with Indeed. If you hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform that has a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. You guys know I hate to waste time. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. Before I had Indeed, when I hired for this podcast, it was a disaster. It took me hours and hours to go through resumes, only to find that I couldn't find anyone even remotely qualified. The editors, PR, advertising, marketing, ad salespeople, all the people involved in this podcast I found through Indeed. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. And good news. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash Velvet. Just go to Indeed.com slash Velvet right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash Velvet. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They come and basically there's three traders. Like the first night you sit in your blindfolds and, and Alan Cumming walks around and like if he taps you on the shoulder, you're a trader. So you kind of want to be a trader, like everyone kind of wants to be a trader, and the traders have to each week kill off one of the faithfuls, but the faithfuls are trying to figure out who the traders are, like who's sabotaging the game. So, and then if Wait, they- do the traders, do the traders all know who the other traders are? Yes. They okay. all, because and- they all meet at the end, and and you, the audience, knows who the traders are as well. Right. They all meet at the end, so wouldn't it be obvious if everybody's like- these people over here, these people over here to meet and talk, they would notice who's missing. Well, that is true. So I don't know the time of the day that this happens. I don't know if it's truly when everyone's in bed, but that is a valid point. But yes, three people go and film a scene by themselves. Correct. And And so, and so they're trying to now put the like onerous on other people for being the traitors because they don't want to be found out. And last year, that I couldn't get past the episode where someone was actually buried alive. Like, they were. are the challenges still yes. like that? Where someone's like, I, I see, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do that. It'd be all over. That wouldn't be my favorite one. I think I could do it. Like, I think I could do it on a reality show. In real life, if I was buried alive and never knew when someone was coming, at least I knew there would be an out. I think I can do it. Oh, I couldn't do it. Really? I would be so flipped out. 
So flipped out. Well, then but, people would accuse you of being a traitor, see? And you would just be an innocent, possibly, and you just couldn't do it. But the traitors are sabotaging, and they would accuse you of being one. So after you get accused, let's just say, and you're innocent, are you off the show? Well, you vote someone out. Like this past week, Larsa Pippen from Miami Housewives got voted out because it's like if you're a traitor, you're trying to throw shade, and then the other people kind of jump in because they don't want to go home. So you almost don't care who goes home unless it's like one of your close friends. So, you know, and the innocent people could guess who the traitor is and then one of the traitors. And then when you get voted off, you then reveal, like Larsa has to say, you were wrong. I'm an innocent. So, but in, there actually is money to win in the end. Like everyone there does, this isn't like, we're not de- donating it to charity. This oh. is like, you, you're fighting for the money yourself. And there's how the, they pull from all these different shows. Like I know there was Kate from Below Deck Last and people season. like that. But you, this year you said there's a lot of housewives. So that's what happened. Like someone from Survivor, she's a traitor, but Phaedra Parks from Atlanta is also a traitor. So this girl, Poverty from Survivor, she won Survivor. She's one of the best players in Survivor history. She tried to put doubt on all the housewives because it's like Tamara and Sheree and and with it was Larsa and Phaedra. And so like they're always together. So she tried to put shade on the housewives. But Phaedra's like, well, you're also now putting shade on me and I'm like a fellow traitor. So Phaedra smacked this girl down like she's never seen before in her life. So that's the thing. There's like fighting between the traitors. It's so, it's just so good, Melissa. <laughs> Who do you think, who's going to win? Who do you think is going to win? Who's, who's got this wired? I think like, well, the, one of the other traitors is Dan Giesling from Big Brother. I think he's going to go far. I think poverty is going to go far. I think Phaedra out of the housewives is going to go far. Tamara, I don't think has a chance. And Sheree is a housewife from Atlanta. She just, I don't really think she understands what's going on either fully. I, 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 I don't know if I could do it. It's, it's a whole mind fog. It's a whole mind fog. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to have to watch and see Um, some, just staying with our housewives theme, girls trip explosion. What? happened like all sorts of crazy with brandy and caroline with brandy and caroline and it accomplishes what girls uh trip set out to do but now there's the traders really, really a fail that it, that it's it it's a failed experiment girls trip but tell everyone what is on girls trip because that's there's so much real housewives stuff to talk about and crossover with traders anyway continue I don't know if girls trip. I mean, look, it. I don't think it's ever going to come back. I just think it's a failed experiment. I, I really do. Like they had the first season and it went well. And like as the first season was wrapping up. Oh, and by the way, The Traders is the highest rated show in Peacock history as far as. Really? Like, did, yes. Wow. Either that or like the premiere. But it's oh, and also as of last night, it has now moved. Also, the first season is now on NBC. So the season with Kate is now being shown on NBC. So that's a good sign. This is that's huge. A, this is huge. Okay. So we have Housewives on. I mean, the power of the Housewives. Let's talk about Girls Trip. Now, there was major drama. Well, Brandy. So like there was always another one in the can. Now there's no more in the can. The fourth installment, which was really the third installment, but I'll spare you the details. Like Carolyn Manzo has accused Brandy of like basically sexually assaulting her. She said that, you know, 
they went in the bathroom and Brandy tried to kiss her and Brandy tried to stick her hand down her pants. And she's basically claiming like, and so Brandy got sent home. Carolyn left. I imagine Carolyn went into a bedroom and called her lawyer and her lawyer's like, well, if you want to go forward with this, you need to get on a plane. You can't have it both ways. So she left. Brandy was sent home. And now this has just been in limbo. This was filmed so long ago. The minute this happened, I said, not that it's all about me being right, Melissa, but I said- we do love that you're right. I mean, I said, we're never going to see this show. I just hope everyone realizes that. And people were like, no, no. And like production costs, of course. But my sources have told me in very reliably that Caroline is in the midst of like arbitrating and all this stuff. Although that's not out there, but that's what I've heard from multiple sources. And so I think it's like, and Brandy has come out and said, and her lawyer has come forward and said, we want to see the footage. Cause like, this is psychological, like torture for Brandy, because like this narrative is out there that she did this. She says she has it. So she's saying like, roll tape, like let's watch the season. So now how do you watch a season where like this side is demanding the footage and saying it didn't happen this Right. It's I don't think we're ever going to see this. And I just don't think I don't think Girls Trip is going to continue because I don't think the ratings were that good. And I think Traders, like you said, kind of accomplishes this mashup that we love so much. I think it's a failed experiment, Girls Trip, and it's over. That's my opinion. So I wonder, though, how do you do that? So one saying we want to see the footage, the other side is saying you're not seeing it. It sounds like to me you're going to there'll be a subpoena and they have to actually look at the footage. Yeah. And I mean, it's not out there anywhere that Caroline is pursuing legal action. So I could be wrong, but I have heard from very reliable sources, which I don't know, once you go home and you're saying things and like she won't talk about it, like I think it's obvious what's happening. And Brandy is saying like it's affecting her health and she's been sick over this because like this narrative is out there and it's just I mean. I mean, I know Brandy, like she, she has a kind heart and she means well, but yes, she does. Right. She's not a malicious person. No, I don't think she's malicious at all. She's just Brandy. Correct. She's Brandy. And she, and let's also, I mean, also mind you, let me just tell you that now that this has happened in the second season of Girls Trip, Brandy was also on that, that did air. And there was a butler on that. It was at Dorinda's Bluestone Manor, and that guy is officially suing. Like, this isn't, so he's suing because he said, like, you know, they, like, Brandy was, like, taking his shirt off, and he was married. And so, I mean, this is just a mess. These ladies need to learn to keep their hands to themselves. Seriously. So, the other night was the finale of Below Deck Med. How was that? Amazing. Amazing. As always, I'm going to turn you into a below deck decky or a yachty if there's the last thing I do. So this whole season has been drama, 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 like crazy. So first we had the two chief stews go at it because one was supposed to be the first. The other, Toomey was supposed to be the lead. She got held up in uh, with a visa issue. So Natalia stepped in, blah, blah. So you've got two strong personalities just doing this. Boom, 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 boom. From the minute they laid eyes on each other, it became explosion. Then we had the bosun who had falsified his papers. I mean, this was all in the first couple episodes. So cute one, Luca, steps up, becomes the bosun. 
you know, Captain Sandy's juggling, 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 you know, this person's having drama, that person's having drama. So, and then Kyle, who is all drama, shows up because he was supposed to be first, uh, first stew underneath to me. And Natalia was just filling in, but Natalia and Kyle uh, have a history. So this was like the boat ready to explode and explode. It did. So you guys, Valentine's day is right around the corner. And I have to tell you the perfect gift for your loved one or your date. This Valentine's day is the via high love gummy. Look, the high love gummy. It's kind of like the best of both worlds. It pairs aphrodisiac herbs with listen, a mild amount of THC. It just, it kind of like awakens your senses. It increases your blood flow And look, for those dates, it certainly intensifies any sexual experience. I also love that Vaya has an array of other gummies with or without THC. So if THC isn't for you, you could still take advantage of their CBD line with products designed for sleep, focus, and energy. Vaya has something for everyone. They legally ship in all 50 states with very discreet packaging directly to your door. So let the gummies work their magic. So head to viahemp.com and use the code VELVET to receive 15% off and one free sample of their Sleepy Dreams gummies. 21 and over. That's viahemp.com and use code VELVET at checkout. Take your passion and your pleasure to a whole new level with high love from Viahemp. Remember how on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills the other week, Kyle says she loves to shop 24 hours and she's always online doing so? Well, I have to tell you, I'm literally as bad as Kyle Richards. However, I don't shop ever online unless I go to Rakuten. As a member of Rakuten, I earn cash back literally on everything I buy. Rakuten is a shopping platform that partners with over 3,500 stores across every category. Beauty, clothing, electronics, home, department stores, pets. You're already shopping at your favorite store, so why not save money while doing so? Sephora, Macy's, Ulta, Adidas, Petco, Expedia, Best Buy. They're all on Rakuten. I just got myself a great new winter jacket at Neiman Marcus, and I got 12% cash back by going through Rakuten to buy this. That's 12% cash back for a jacket that I was going to buy anyway. So what are you waiting for? Go to Rakuten.com and start saving today. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N.com. I need to tell you guys about Academy, a new scripted podcast that follows Ava Richards, played by Myhala of Leave the World Behind and HBO's Industry. Now, there's no one who watches Housewives who's not going to love Academy. Academy is about a brilliant scholarship student who has to quickly adapt to her newfound eat or be eaten world. Ava's ambitions take hold and her small town values break in hopes of becoming the first scholarship student to make the list. Bishop Gray's all coveted academic top 10 curated by the headmaster himself. After realizing she has no chance of making the list on her own, she reluctantly accepts an invitation to a secret underground society that pulls the strings on campus life and academic success. If she bends to their will, she'll have everything she's ever dreamed of, but at what cost? Academy takes you into the world of a cutthroat private school where power, money, and sex collide in a game of life and death. Follow Academy on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of Academy early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. You take my breath away 
spent the last 15 years of my life fighting like hell to make sure that I never ended up here. But then, I met her. The name's Anna. Hey, Anna. I'm Nico. Didn't realize you were a professional musician. From Interval Presents, a new romantic thriller podcast starring Jason Derulo and Alexandra Ship. There's something about you that I haven't been able to look away from. Nico, we don't even know each other. There's no turning back if we do this. I've already made my decision. This is what happens when you don't follow orders, Nicholas. No! Listen to Underwater wherever you get your podcasts. There's just too much to catch you up on, so I'm just going to cut right to the finale. So... The one girl, Jessica, and Luca are hooking up, but then it turns out that Luca is still texting Natalia, who is kind of getting cozy with earlier in the season. So that becomes a whole thing. And then the chef, Sheffy, was really good friends with Natalia. So, okay, so in the finale, I know this is a lot. No, I'm like I, taking it all. I feel like I need like a, a chart. So in the finale, we find out that the chef and cute Luca have still both been texting with Natalia. And Sheffy decides, turns out Natalia's where they are, happens to be there in Genoa. Tell Sheffy I'm going to come meet you guys all for a drink, but don't tell anyone. Guess who shows up? Nobody knows. People go bananas. And Luca ends up making out with her, and then Jessica stomps off as she should, and Kyle breaks down in tears because that's what he does, and he and Natalia kind of make peace, but not really, and Jessica was supposed to go to Cannes with Luca. Obviously, that didn't happen, so she's now been super betrayed, and there's amazing other characters that I'm just skipping over all of them, but they were amazing. I mean, like, Laura, this whole season has had an amazing cast. And it's just a massive explosion, and nobody leaves really happy. I think everyone's a little shell-shocked. And we're going to have a reunion, right? Well, and so last night, right after, oh, sorry, the other night, right after the finale aired they did a special abridged version of watch what happens live with captain sandy and chief stew to me to get their reactions and i swear to god captain sandy did everything but put her head in her hands and just shake like she's finding out about all this drama as she's watching the show and to me was amazing and says this is why You don't screw the crew. But, I mean, we had all sorts of deceit and Natalia showing up. I mean, it was action-packed. I can't wait to see what's going to happen on Reunion because I think it's going to get to be almost like a Real Housewives reunion. Listen, Captain Sandy has a wedding to plan. She has no time for this. Yes, I know. I don't know. I mean, it's hard being one of the people getting married. I have a feeling that Leia's doing most of it. Because she's even like redressing Sandy now. Like, really? I, when I saw Sandy at BravoCon, I go, oh my God, I love your jacket. 
who's a bi, and she literally turned around, and then Leah told me. It was hilarious. She's her stylist. She is her stylist, the whole thing. But I, oh, and Sandy, like, broke her wrist during the season. How this woman did not have a full-fledged nervous breakdown or working on her way to a psychological uh, master's or PhD with the amount of drama that went on amongst this crew. It was amazing. Do we have any like Kate Chastain's or Frazier's? Do we have any breakout stars? Well, we had Kyle who is back for her second. Who is all drama all the time. And he even sell, even calls himself the gossip queen. And I feel like he just stirs the pot, just stirs shit up. And he's going from one person to the next. And then you threw Natalia in there who was running from one person to the next. It was just, so we have him, Luca. This is his second season. He moved over from another show. He was great. I think he's a big breakup star, star and super cute. I think Laura will see again. I think she's a star. And Toomey. Toomey, who was the, the chief stew, really did an amazing job and didn't let herself get sucked in to a lot of this. But so there was a lot of get you. your hands out of my face with Natalia. It just all good. And it was a great finale. So I guess um, I need to watch Below Deck. Would you just freaking catch up already? Like, I am jealous that I have watched every season from from episode from season one, episode one, all of the seasons, all the way through to now I actually have to wait each week to see it. And I don't like that. I'll add that to my list when I'm done with the Traders and the Salt Lake Reunion. You know, and- you you lie to me. You've been saying this forever, and I cannot. I I've just ex- accepted that. You know, I have. Yachty. I have such. I mean, I've watched it before. It's a, it's a very lovely show. I enjoy it. Oh, you want drama? You There's got drama. Just so- not enough hours in the day, Melissa. There's always time for below deck. That is true. No offense, oh, Captain Sandy. Yeah, there's always time for Below Deck. Um, also, before we move on, I want to talk a little bit about the Oscar nominations that just Let's came out. Let's do it. Okay, so what was your favorite movie of the year? Let's see if it made Best Picture. Do you want my honest answer? Yeah. Here's the thing. Because I watch so much TV, okay, I see no movies ever. You're going to have to kick me out of L.A. Here I am. I'm in Hollywood. I need to leave. I really don't. I did not see Nyad. I didn't even see Barbie. Okay. Okay. I am a gay not man. Many, by the way, not, 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 not many people. Not many people saw Nyad. So just so you know. Okay. Best picture. American fiction. Anatomy of a fall. Barbie. The holdovers. Killers of the flower moon. Maestro. Oppenheimer. Past lives. Poor things. Zone of interest. I've seen uh, Barbie, Mastro, and Oppenheimer. I'm dying to see Poor Things. Everyone says American fiction is genius and that The Holdovers is amazing. What's going to win? I think Oppenheimer. I mean, I would think so, right? Yeah, I would think this is the Oppenheimer year. Then for Best Actor, we have Bradley Cooper, Coleman Domingo, Paul Giamatti, Cillian Murphy, and Jeffrey Wright. I think this is really a three-person race. Really? Um, 
Paul Giamatti, I'm going to watch the holdovers this weekend. Is supposed it's to be supposed to be wonderful. Great. Cillian Murphy is riding the Oppenheimer train, and he was amazing. But Jeffrey Wright in American Fiction, they say it's the performance of a lifetime. Really? So I think it's going to be Cillian Murphy. That's what I would think. That's what I think. Okay, then we also, for actors, we have Annette Benning. There you go, Nyad. Lily Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. Sandra Hewler, Anatomy of a Fall. Carrie Mulligan, Mastro, Emma Stone, Poor Things. If Carrie Mulligan does not win, I will be shocked. Really? I will be shocked. I think it's going to be Lily Gladstone. Who's been winning the other awards, like the Golden Globe? Lily Gladstone. Okay. And deservedly so. But I think in head-to-head, like this, even though it's been like this all season, I think with the Academy, Carrie Mulligan's performance is the performance of a lifetime. Really? Okay. Okay. So, and Annette Bank. So, then for uh, supporting, oh, yeah, supporting actor, you've got Sterling K. Brown, Robert De Niro, Robert Downey Jr., Ryan Gosling, and Mark Ruffalo. I think Robert Downey Jr., when you see this again, just when you think he can't do another Beyond Brilliant performance. And he won he the hits, Golden Globe. He hit this one so far out of the park. I don't know how anyone could possibly catch him. Huh. Okay, well, he, he won the Golden Globe. Yes. Uh, Emily Blunt for a supporting actress. Emily Blunt, Danielle Brooks, America Ferreira, Jodie Foster, and Divine Joy Randolph. Divine's the one that won the Golden Globe. Yeah. Emily Blunt is amazing, and the Academy loves her. And it's like a comeback for Jodie Foster. It, doesn't she have enough awards? Now, I love me some Jodie Foster. Do not get yes. me wrong. I like to see Danielle Brooks there. That's you watch Orange is the New Black. It was such yes. a great show. Yes. I like it, the little Danielle Brooks. What, what I think is so amazing is how many great performances there were this year. I mean, truly performances of a lifetime. Um, you know me, and I'll be doing all my crazy Oscar coverage like I always do. Well, you were just everywhere. You were on the Sherry Shepard show. You know, I all of a sudden I turn around and I'm like, Melissa, you are like commenting on every award show. You've been busy. I've been very busy. And I did sort of a long form interview with people that they keep cutting up into smaller bite sized pieces. Yes, they do. You know what? I am not complaining. I am happy to be the award show, you know, Greek chorus and. And I, I am not, I have found a way now to say what I think is worse stressed in a way that's softer and gentler. And I, I call it now a head scratcher. Okay. Well, who did you give your a head scratcher to out oh, of the God. girls and the guys? Well, I, hope, I, I ha- hope you're giving a lot of props to my Timothy Chalamet. He wore a shirt. That's, I think that's what I saw. Yours shirt. Listen, he wore a shirt. That's all I care about. Okay, first of all, Timothy Chalamet never needs to wear a shirt. Let's just yes, start he with does. That. The only two people who don't have to wear a shirt to an award show are Lenny Kravitz and Harry Styles. 
everyone else put on a fucking shirt. I saw you talking about Lenny Kravitz. I would agree. That one look of Lenny Kravitz's, I don't know what award show it was, but like almost like the bell bottoms and all black with like that set. That was like, I mean, could it be any better? Could it be any better? Right? No, it's of course. Well, that's it for this month, but you are in LA. So we're going to be doing this together next month. I'm coming. I'm coming. I mean, I'm here, but I'm coming to your house to do this yes, in person. But you don't get to comment on the house. What What could be wrong? I mean, you've been in the house now. You haven't moved, right? Because then no. you were moving for a period there. So Yeah, no, I'm in this house. I love it. My office is really pretty, which I love. But we have this because this is more important up in my office. You have that. So I'm glad I spent so much time and energy decorating my office that nobody ever sees. Listen, you're like, you're with the branding. I just put up this wallpaper behind me. I, I I should get branding like that. I need to get you a group text mug. Uh, you get me one of those and I'll send you a behind the velvet rope mug. Believe it or not, I have them and I used to only drink out of it, but I need to start going back to that again. Well, we'll do a, a mug swap. swap. David, I love you. I can't wait to see you next month. And we're going to have so much to discuss because... OG below deck with a new cast is coming back. And we will have, okay, well, I'm excited for you for that. And, and I'll get excited. We're going to have the Miami Housewives reunion and Beverly Hills reunion is going to film between now and then too. So we're going to have a lot to cover. And traitors now. And I assume we'll know if Monica Garcia is coming back. Oh, so much good stuff. David, I love you. Thank you so much. Love you much. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review. Because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones. And the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're Behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.